0: On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we discuss the Lightning's 4-2 win on the road in Anaheim, picking up their first win on this West Coast trip. We talk about all of that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Remember, if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment below and give us a like. And also, if you're following us on a audio platform, leave five stars as well. And don't forget to subscribe, more importantly, on this episode of Locked On Lightning. We're discussing the 4-2 win last night against the Ducks. And this is a big win. I think, you know, I, I've stated it over the last couple of episodes that any any win on a West Coast trip for an Eastern Conference team is big. I mean, these are the games, especially like I said, I mean, we saw it in the game against the Kings, is that really, you know, these these are the kind of games where, you know, regardless of a team's record, uh, you look at a, the the Record of these teams that the Lightning will be playing, uh, the Kings the other night, the sh- uh, the Ducks the other night, uh, last night, excuse me, and then the Sharks on Saturday. If you're looking just at the standings and, and looking at their overall records thus far, uh, not good teams, but if you're watching the games, you're watching how these teams play, very gritty, you know, going out there, not rolling over, you know, like some of the the other teams in the league that don't have as good of records either but and and that's what i warned uh all of you the listener or or if you're watching us on youtube you know that's what i warned about and i was most worried about about this road trip is because the lightning came obviously into this road trip still struggling uh and and the first night against the kings wasn't exactly uh, a perfect way to start things but you know they bounce back in this game against the Ducks. Uh, not exactly a pitcher perfect win, if we really want to chalk it down. Uh, the Lightning at for a majority of the game, I think I, I know there were certain sequences throughout the game, um, back and forth, where the Lightning were f- for the most part in control. But there was other times where, uh, especially to start the game, I thought the Lightning played were playing on their heels. Uh, they were letting this Ducks team go out there and and really just dictate the flow of the game from the initial puck drop, and it resulted in that Trevor Zegers goal, which you know I I I wish I could have spent more time on the last episode talking about that because really I I didn't give Trevor Zegers enough attention. Uh, he's if if you're just following the NHL, if this is your first season, Trevor Zegers, or if you don't know much about Trevor Zegers other than you know the things you've seen on social media very explosive player guy who could do a lot of things on the ice who could hurt you in many ways and the lightning allowed him to to get an opportunity and he did not miss it and he had a couple of opportunities in this game where you know especially down the line there was a brian Elliot had to make a great save on him to keep the game close and and you know these are the kind of games that frustrate me because like i said yes you know i'm giving a lot of credit to the ducks i think that they're a tough team despite their record uh their their team i spoke about in Locked on the nhl podcast that uh with my co-host chris masili that you know i think is going to eventually figure it out that you know their their record doesn't define them and i feel like that in this game as well and i feel like that the same way with the lightning as well as you know in this case too you know you saw a hard fought game from this lightning team you saw everybody get involved uh i i don't like to toot my own horn here on on the show and you know if if you're a longtime listener or watcher you're gonna say adam you're you're full of it and you know what you are true you are true but you know i did predict that this 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 was going to be the road trip that we were going to see kucherov uh get going you know he's he's had he's been collecting a a thousand points. I mean, we we all know that Kucherov is an assist machine. You know, you're never going to have any issues there with him. But it's always the goals. I feel like he always scores in bunches. He got one in this game. Uh, so, you know, it was good to see that. Uh, and, and we're starting to see maybe, you know, the beginnings of, of one of his streaks uh, where, you know, maybe over the next couple of weeks, we could see him net maybe four goals. Uh, but Mikhail Sergachev getting involved, uh, goal in this one as well. Uh, Brandon Hagel getting involved. Nick Paul, I mean, it's an empty netter, so I'm not going to get crazy about it. You know, it, who knows what that does for the attitude of a player on an empty netter? I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's just kind of like, all right, one is the start of possibly, potentially, maybe. Maybe that's how he looks at it. But yeah, a hard-fought game from the Lightning overall. Um, you know, would have liked to have seen a better performance in the face-off circle uh 1 for 3 on the power play so can't have can't have any problems there um 19 blocks and and the ducks had just as many so you know really these are the kind of games that when the lightning play like this you could almost pencil them in to win because at the end of the day they if they show up and play this way against every team which is very hard to replicate in the national hockey league if they go on and could and do this on a nightly basis, you know, out of five games, if they could do this three times, I think they're in a pretty good position going forward. Um, But, you know, if they could play like this, if they could carry that momentum from this game, which they have struggled to do over the last couple of years, I mean, other than the playoffs, and I spoke about this last week, it is very rare that you have seen, other than that long win streak that they had, uh before the season was cut short in 1920 um other than that i mean this team has for the most part really struggled to string wins together you know they'll win four in a row here three in a row here but for the most part it's a struggle uh for this team you know they'll they'll have a great win and they'll follow that up with a a very close one maybe sometimes a, a, a game that they really didn't deserve to win uh, and, and then, you know, follow up with an absolute squeaker at the end where they just can't muster up enough to to take that one. And then they follow up another uh, game where where, you know, they, they completely just are a no show. Uh, so and, and this is what this team needs to fix. And like I said, I think the West Coast is such a great road trip to have heading, especially into the month of November where you're going to have a gauntlet of division rivals as well as other talented hockey teams, uh, coming and going into Emily and then also going into those arenas as well. Uh, but yeah, overall great game. My only issue with this, you know, I, I could, I I really don't want to nitpick, uh, because, you know, I, I really like for the most part how everyone on this team played, uh, and and even Brian Elliott, you know, kudos to him. I mean, you, you with Brian Elliott, and I spoke about this last year, is that and you saw a strong performance out of him, is that I felt like I, I feel like very early on, and, and and maybe I'm contradicting myself from from last year, um I don't know, I feel like Coop is playing Elliot too much right now. Um, or or maybe Vasilevsky too little. Maybe let's look at it that way, uh, and we'll talk about this more after the break. But something to think about. Yeah, I, I just think that Co- Cooper saw that Vasilevsky was a little bit more tired than he would have liked at the end of the year. I mean, I was screaming and hollering throughout the entire season last year. Why are you playing Vazie so much? And and you know, it almost seemed at certain times throughout the season that he refused to play uh to El- to play elliot and that's why when elliot finally played got into some games uh in certain situations he was just not successful and i really think more maybe you know we'll we'll talk about this more in just a bit in the second segment of the show but i don't know maybe maybe cooper is trying to get those cobwebs and trying to get those wheels rolling those cobwebs off uh elliot meaning um uh, you know, get him some more burn early in the season. So when he does decide to, you know, let Vasilevsky run a little bit more and then starts to pull him back in before the playoffs, I think, you know, it won't be as much of a a shock almost to Elliot where, you know, we saw certain times last year down the road, Elliot really struggled. And, and that wasn't entirely his fault. You know, there were certain situations, certain games where just the lightning did not show up. And then there was other times where Elliot was just stone cold out there and and you know it was you, we saw him kind of pick it up at the la- at, at the end of the year which was great and but you know a little too late too soon you know because those were really his last games of the year so you know we'll talk about a little bit more about that cuz I really want to dive into that cuz I'm curious as to what maybe the thought process might be uh, with, with John Cooper, not playing Vasilevsky as much right now, uh, in just a little bit. But first I want to talk about today's sponsor a word from our sponsors is bet online. Now BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs. Uh, football seasons in full swing. We got the NHL in full swing. The NBA season just started. So, you know, a lot of money you could throw out there, a lot of money, potentially you could win. And the only place you want to Put in your bets because they have the best odds out of all these sites. Is betonline.net. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth analysis on every game. It's also the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite games, events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. So moving on or or continuing actually the the conversation that I, I started the point that i was i was making before um andre Vasilevsky now very interesting thing that has been happening over the nhl the last couple of years and that is a lot of people and and i've had this argument with a couple of Host and, and when I say argument, you know, we're not screaming at each other. You know, it's more of a uh, difference in philosophies with a couple other hosts. I'm more of a, you know, old school mentality when it turns when it when it comes down to goalie situations. Um, you know, you pick your guy, you write him for the entire year. I think if you're a goaltender, especially a guy like Vasilevsky, uh, he should be getting maybe 55, 60 starts. A year, I think that's a good or or maybe 50 to 60 starts, 60 being ridiculously extreme. Um, 50, 55, I think that's good enough. But in recent years, obviously, you've kind of had to pull him back. Just because uh, he is really, I feel like. he He's obviously, you know dog tired from the playoffs playing two Stanley cup, having two deep runs to Stanley cup in, in the span of a nine months that kills you, especially your goaltender. Um, I mean, he's, he's managed to figure it out and try and, you know, get it together here and there. Uh, so looking last year, uh, he played 63 games. And like I said, I was screaming, I was hollering. I, you know, even looking at that still, I I'm shocked. I'm shocked uh, that, that that is how many games he played and still the Lightning were able, you know, thanks to him, um, very huge thanks to him, we're able to go back to Stanley Cup final where, I mean, really what it came down to at that point, I mean, we could talk about this all day, you know, that whole Stanley Cup final, other than the other players on the team, Basilewski, you know, there was moments of brilliance and there was moments where, you know, if he didn't have his mask on, I wouldn't be surprised if his jaw was just com- his mouth was completely open, breathing as hard as he could just to get some air. in. Uh And to put that in perspective, how, you know, a little bit how much he he struggled last year, he put he he had a goals against the average of two point four nine, the highest since the 1920 season. And, you know, it's a little bit of a different way to look at that because you know that was a shortened season as well but if you want to go all the way back to the last time that they had we had an 82 game season prior uh to that was 1819, where Vazzis was only a 2.40 whereas his save percentage was 9.25 and then last year was 9.916 so you know a little bit of a drop off there not that drastic but you know if, if you saw those games, if you were able to watch every single game Vasilevsky played in, like I, it's kind of what you saw in the playoffs for the most part, you know, he, he had moments of absolute brilliance. And then he had moments where it was, you kind of had to pinch yourself and say, what is going on with this guy? You know, is is this the first game of the season for him? You know, you almost had to sit there and kind of question whether or not you were watching opening night. Um, and, and I think maybe John Cooper realized that, especially midway through the playoffs and especially down that last stretch of the regular season where um, where really he he noticed a lot of this from Vasilevsky. And by the way, I forgot to mention last year uh, was the second most goals he allowed uh, in his career, the, the first being in the 17-18 season. Uh, so that kind of puts things in perspective there for you. Um, but yeah, so I think Cooper took note of that. I think he realized, and, and I think at certain points throughout the playoffs or down the stretch, he actually, had, I, I believe he actually spoke about it uh, in his decision. Because I'm sure I wasn't the only Lightning fan or or even the person covering the Lightning that had the same thoughts. Like, why is, I mean, they've already clinched, you know, why What's going on here? Why are we why are we throwing Bazzy out, you know, two two, three times in a row, especially on a back to back. And I feel like now what we've seen in the first couple of weeks, uh, is a little bit of an overreaction. Now, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm thinking, you know, am I being maybe a little bit, you know, contradictive of the point I made last year? And I think no. I think you know the first couple of weeks for a goaltender especially a guy like Vazy, who I feel like needs to play a lot and I feel like that's with every goaltender they have to play a lot to kind of stay up to you know game speed you can't really simulate that in practice plus why would you want to because you know fearing that your number one guy uh, him also being one of the top 3 goalies in the league uh gets hurt and then you know you have that nightmare on your hands but yeah I think it's a very double-edged sword this situation. And I get both sides of it. I get Cooper not wanting to play Vazzy on a back to back here. But when you look at the Lightning, the games, the amount of games that they have had off, days that they have had off between games. I mean, coming into this road trip, uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, from they had from the Islander game to which Vazzy didn't even play. They had so he had three days off plays in the king's game, loses that one, and then gets off immediately the night after. I feel I mean, what is I want to know what the thought process there really is because if you if you think about it, ask yourself, how is he supposed to get going? How is how is he supposed to get going? And and maybe John Cooper his thought process on the other side of that is, well, you know what? We'll throw him against the kings, give him off that night. And then he has extra more days. Uh, he has three more days to go before he plays a, a lowly Sharks team. And then, then then, that's when we really let him out of the barn in November when they play the Senators, Carolina, the Sabres, who I think have you know not crazy impressive, not a team that I think is going to challenge for a playoff spot, but I think is still doing a lot better than a lot of people would have figured that they were going to do in the opening weeks of the season. And then you got Edmonton and Washington. And then you got another. So you got Washington home and away following Edmonton. So maybe that's the thought process here. Maybe if John Cooper's thinking, let me save him here. Let me give him as much rest because November is going to be crazy. And I think thus far, yeah, if you're looking at the schedule, uh, November is going to be tough. November and – my co host from Lockdown NHL, Chris Basili, says, You know, you really kind of get an idea of what a team is by Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. I like to differ with that. I, I think more so the team that you have by New Year's is the team you're going to have for the rest of the season. That's just me, barring some incredibly <clears throat> world shattering trade where in another multiverse, the lightning had the cap space and were able to trade for Patrick Payne or, you know, what are the top stars in, in the league? That's not going to happen. So don't hold your breath. But I, I think maybe that's the thought process here. I think coop is realizing that these three teams on the West coast, this gate, this team is still, even though top heavy, uh, still good enough, still talented enough, uh, to win these games, whether or not Vasilevsky is on the ice. Uh, you saw that last night with Elliot and goal. Um, And still have a a game, very tough game on Saturday against San Jose and then back for Tuesday against Ottawa at home. So, yeah, maybe that's a thought process. Maybe Coop thinks that let me save him. Let me save my thoroughbred for November and just just let him go nuts. I would say, especially with the amount of days uh, between certain matchups that Basilewski would have. I mean, there's only one back to back and it's on the road. uh, So he'll probably play one of those. if I was Coop, so they're playing on the 28th and 29th, uh, up in Boston. And I mean, up in Buffalo and then Boston, I would imagine that Vasilevsky is going to have him. I mean, Coop is going to have Vasilevsky play on the 25th on the Thanksgiving showdown, which is going to be a game all over national TV. So obviously he's going to have his best goalie play against him play, play on national television. Uh, And they have a big enough break before that against the Bruins, so why not? Um, And then I would probably, if I was Coop, I would have him play that game and then sit against Buffalo and have him play against Boston. So really backtracking, I kind of got a little ahead of myself there. But backtracking, I really think, uh, if I'm Cooper looking at November real quick, um, I would have him play against Ottawa, Carolina, Buffalo, Edmonton, and then he has two days off, have him play against the Capitals in Washington, uh, sit him on the 13th against the Capitals at home, have him play against Dallas, Calgary, have Elliott play on, in Nashville on the 19th, have Vazzy against Boston, and then have Vazzy play against St. Louis, and then have Vasileski finish out the month by playing against Boston and sitting against Buffalo. Uh, so yeah, I I think that's the plan. Uh, I think that really any anything more than I believe I think I said it was three starts for Elliot. I think anything more than three starts for Elliot in this month is a little excessive. Um, and, and I've said it many times. I love I love the fact that they went out and got Brian Elliott last year in free agency. Uh, he's he's a great replacement for uh, Curtis McIlhenny who retired uh the year prior and a great backup goalie to have and so yeah but at the same time you don't want to play this guy too much you know especially because this isn't a two goalie system uh you got to throw a bread right in the barn, and let him out so that's my thought process on there so yeah let us know below in the comments below is is cooper underplaying Vasilevsky, or is or you think he's gearing him up for a crazy month of November let us know in the comments below so yeah I I would say yeah I, I think that anything more for Elliot is you know you're, you're kind of holding uh your your top goaltender from getting things going especially in a big month. So wrapping things up, I just want to remind everybody that you know if you're following us, if you're watching us on YouTube, please go ahead and give us drop us a like, hit the notification bell, and subscribe so as soon as the newest episode drops, you are notified and able to watch right away. And if you're listening to us on an audio platform, drop five stars, really helps the show. And if you want to follow us on social media, go ahead. Uh we are we are on Instagram, Twitter, so l o underscore lightning on Twitter as well as locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. So yeah, um overall a really good game I think last night, a very good effort by this team as well. Uh a very good bounce back win. I don't really think there's there's really nothing, there's no I don't think there's really no such thing as 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 a uh as a bad bounce back win. I've never heard of one. I don't even know if such a case is even a reality but i'm sure i'll talk about it on this show at some point if it does uh present itself but yeah i i really thus far throughout this road trip i mean ideally you wanted the lightning to start off the road trip by beating los angeles a very winnable game in my opinion uh even with jonathan quick and net um and then you have Gibson the other night, who Gibson last night I thought played well, like I said, um, he was gonna give the lightning a tough task and and that was to to really do you know a lot and be active and really shake things up. and they did. And you saw it in in the uh, the the scoring sheet. you know you, you had a contribution from everybody. and that's what you need. and that's what the, that's how this lightning team thrives. You know, they're not a one-dimensional hockey team. Where you have maybe one or two guys, or maybe three guys that really contribute on a nightly basis, uh, in the in the goal sheet. No, it, it, this is a team effort. This is a team sport. This is a lightning team that has the assets and the players to be able to have that revolving door of who plays hero on a given night. You know, this if you want to look at a team that tries to do the the two three player system where they have just not even a handful of guys that could really do that for them on a nightly basis. Look at Edmonton. Look at Edmonton. Perfect example. And how has that shaped up for them thus far? In my opinion, not so good. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of contributions last night. You saw two points from Nick Paul. Uh, you saw a point from Cooch, of course. damco got another point. Uh, Perbix, who we'll talk about on a later episode. Uh, we got a fan... Uh, our, a fan uh, mail question on Twitter. And by the way, go ahead and tweet to us, hit us up in the, in the comment section on YouTube as well, you know, for mailbags. Uh, and then we'll put together a segment for that. And then Sergachev and Hedman with points. And so, you know, a really great group effort last night, try and say that three times really fast. I'm not going to, because I'm not going to make a fool of myself, but yeah, really want to see the lightning capitalize on this something that they haven't really been able to do consistently. You know, we saw that coming into this road trip uh, against Florida and then picking up another win against the Islanders uh, and then just kind of just taking a step back. And we don't want this team taking a step back. So, you know, but it's one, they got to take, take it one game at a time. So let's continue to improve Let's go ahead, beat San Jose on Saturday, come back, beat Ottawa at home, and then uh, got yourself a streak. And we'll be talking all of that more going forward. So, you know, keep an eye on that. And uh, in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you next one.